This is Ireland's Class Kids Radio. I'm Trina Mara and I've got an incredible story to tell you about how a tragedy turned to inspiration. This is the story of the Ollie Hughes Band and why music turned out to be the perfect distraction. We're going to hear from a group of men from Griffith Avenue in their 40s who always dreamed of making music but when one of their band was diagnosed with terminal brain cancer, everything changed. I'll take you inside the rehearsal studio and let you hear what happened next. But first, this is the Ollie Hughes Band with Girl in the Hats. It's Ireland's Classics Radio.
in the rehearsal studios right now with the Ollie Hughes band and uh, some of the members of the band, including Stephen, Ollie's brother. Hi Trina, thanks a million for having us and uh, giving us the opportunity to tell our story, I suppose, and maybe plug a gig or two coming up as well and obviously the album uh, Beauty and Terror. Good to see you. So these lads are from my locality and I'm seeing signs all over the place for the Ollie Hughes band. The whole story of the Ollie Hughes band, how it came to be, um, it's quite a, a sad story, really. Yeah, so uh, Ollie Hughes is my brother. Uh, I'm Stephen Hughes, and we, we, myself and all the lads grew up on Griffith Avenue. Um, we were in bands when we were younger, uh, playing around town, which was great fun. And then um, we kind of grew up a bit, I suppose, and got married, had kids, and, and the music took a back seat. But uh we still love music, you know, we keep in contact a lot. So it was kind of Ollie's group of friends were in a band and then, then my group with Mark and Chris and Damien. So then, unfortunately, back in September 2020, Ollie was diagnosed with uh, glioblastoma, which is a type of brain cancer. And uh, obviously, we were kind of in the middle of COVID at that stage, but uh, he had been writing some songs, uh, you know, post that diagnosis uh, that he wanted to write for his, his kids and, and wife, Sheena. And... Uh, it was something that he really wanted to do, naturally. Um, so, look, during COVID, I kind of decided, look, whenever we get out of this, I'd love to do something a bit more professional than perhaps at home on your phone or whatever. So. Yeah, okay, okay, lads. We take take high from the top. Okay, great. We booked Grouse Lodge as soon as we could. So I think that was March 22, I think. Um and we went down there and we recorded three songs in Grouse Lodge, which was just great fun. And the whole process was uh, just so enjoyable. And, and seeing Ollie enjoy himself um, and go through that, uh, you know, which was yeah a great couple of days. So uh, we did Girl in the Hats down there. We did Dolphins and uh, we did Absorb You, which are three tracks off the album. And uh, when we came home, again, we just all enjoyed it so much. And seeing Ollie really revel in that atmosphere again was a really special thing for all of us so we decided to keep going and we said look why not try and write an album um we had some songs in the can and, and ollie had quite a few so between us all we kept going and uh, we, we met guys in the clinic recording studio there at the end of the malahide road uh, that's where we met keen Sinnott, who produced uh, and, and engineered a lot of the album in the end, we had 13 songs, and, and that went live on, on kind of all the streaming platforms back uh, around April, May time. So it's been it's been uh, a great journey, and un- unfortunately, Ollie passed away uh, in April, uh, but he got to hear all the songs, uh, you know, just around the time that they were they were going up on on uh, on the internet and on, on the streaming platforms. So that was a very special thing that we got him. Uh, to listen to all the songs finished um, so that was that was great and, and obviously it's a very sad time but I suppose the message we're trying to give and now in a bit of a charity drive and uh, the gig in Lost Lane on, on November 17th is just a celebration of his life and a celebration of his music and that's really what this is all about and, and I think we're, we're really enjoying the process of being back together, playing together and uh, hopefully playing these songs and, and doing them justice uh, for him I'd say when you come together as a group like this and you're rehearsing and I can see like you absolutely love music, you must feel like almost like Ollie's here with you as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's funny, like, I mean, it's it's 
it's obviously a very um, tragic circumstance, you know, under which we came together. But there was nothing tragic about the process at all. It was, it was actually great fun. It was some of the best fun, some of the most collaborative uh, writing and 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 performing and producing that I've ever, uh, you know, had the pleasure to uh, to be part of. And and you know, make no mistake, like Ali wasn't kind of sitting there you know waiting for time to pass he was so invested in the process and so invested in in every aspect of us uh it was just great fun it was it was a it was a joy to collaborate on the album and it was an absolute blast to hear us when it was finally produced yeah. so it was great isn't it, isn't it amazing that you know when someone is so ill as well that you would you would think that music would almost be the last thing on their mind kind of it's not a priority but it was just so important Really, so important. It was yeah, like music for us was the great distraction, pretty much as well. Ollie didn't want to, he didn't want any pity or talk about his condition or anything like that. He just wanted to talk about the next song and the next bass line, the next guitar piece that's going into his music. So for all of us, we were 100 percent focused on making this album, and it was a great distraction. But it was credit to Ollie; he didn't at all complain about his condition, what he was going through. He all he was focused on was the music and. Said music was the the great distraction for us all, and uh, what we produced it wasn't just like average songs or aren't they lovely? It was actually good songs. It was great music. And, I've uh, listened to this yeah. album numerous times, and I'm going, this is yeah. real quality stuff, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. We did it professionally. Uh, we were lucky to find that place in Malahide Road at the end of it uh, with Keane, and it was right beside Ollie's house. He was just a stone throw away from it, so it was easy for him to access all of us and. Once we got in there, we loved it. We were there for weekends and we were there with Keen. It was just absolutely fantastic. But really, really good songs came out of it. And we said, like, right, we have to we have to show this to the world, uh, pretty much, getting it online. And then we got vinyls and everything produced. And it's, it was just really, really a good album. And I'm not just saying that because of the circumstances. I'm just saying that because 13 really, really good songs. Now, in saying that, we had about 60 songs uh, most of them were rubbish, pretty much, uh, produced by me and Steve. And Come here, Bono would say that about <laughs> yeah. some of his stuff. But uh, Ollie produced the good stuff, and uh, yeah. they, they for sure made the album, yeah. I mean, getting the word out there is really what's so important now, isn't it, about the Ollie Hughes band? And as you say, like, the whole point of Stephen was Ollie wants to leave this music behind for for his wife and for his young kids. How old was Ollie when he when he passed? Uh, 40. So he, yeah. he, he was 40, uh, obviously not just September gone, the one previous. Uh, and that, that was a lovely milestone. And I know he was he was delighted to make that because when he got the diagnosis, uh, Typically, it, it's not a very good time frame or time scale, but he, he ended up getting two and a half years, and that was time spent with his uh, kids, Finn, Jude and Edie, and wife, Sheena, and obviously his family and friends, that circle. And that was so important to him. As he said, the, the music really was his life outside of his family. You know, he, he listened to so much music every day, and he'd just go on walks and cycles, and he was always coming to you with new songs and new ideas and... and uh, he just loved music so much. So, yeah, that has, along with his family, uh, you know, that's really what made him tick. And uh, that's why I think this process for him was so enjoyable because, as I said, it's one thing when you're kids and you're, you're playing music and, you know, you, you have grand ideas. But when you get a bit older, 
you don't get that opportunity again, or a lot of people don't, but we have through that adversity, and, and it's been very powerful. Yeah. So, it's, so, you know, again, something really positive to come out of a, out of a, a sad story. Now, the music is very much, I know there are songs in there, very much about this area that we're in, an area that I know only too well, up and down Griffith Avenue. What is the song that's about Griffith Avenue? That's the Silver Mile. Um, yeah. So a lot of us grew up on Griffith Avenue. Um, I was uh, 171 and Ollie and Stephen and uh, their brother Barry were at 181, so it was four doors away. And mm-hmm. So I, I'm Connor. I've, uh, I was friends with Ollie since we were like four. So it was, um, it was, it was a really tight, tight relationship that we had. But Griffith Avenue was where it all happened, and we've all been, we all uh, grew up and spent time together. Spent uh, a misspent youth on Griffith Avenue. We had um, lots of great memories. But Silver Mile is about is about Griffith Avenue. Um, it's that stretch, it's particularly actually that stretch between uh, between between the Swords Road and uh, and the Malahide Road. That's that that's the mile. That's the Griffith Mile as we refer to it. And it's actually there's a, a race there recently that's been uh, that's been run. It's um, and it, it was it's just it's a it's a it's a street that um, is very dear to us. Actually, it's a beautiful street. The tunnel effect from those from those trees, trees on Griffith yeah. Avenue. Um, and uh, it's it's a lot of us actually have, have remained quite close to li- living quite close mm. to Griffith Avenue, um, but yeah, that's where it all happened. Griffith Avenue. Yeah. I've seen you.
this band are going to be playing again, playing live gigs, and this is why we're in the rehearsal studio today. Yep. How are you feeling about performing, and also how are you feeling about performing without Ollie? Yeah, look, I mean, if you had spoken to us maybe three years ago, I don't think any of us would have thought that, like, we'd be here prepping for kind of a launch uh, of, of an album, of all things, right? You know, going back to what Stephen said previously, I think that we were all very much kind of, you know, in the kind of late 30s, early 40s kind of buzz of, you know, just bringing the kids to sports matches and everything else, getting out very occasional time. But it was always a bit of a pipe dream, you know, and I mean, just to reiterate again, like, Ollie was really that kind of, the fulcrum I suppose you know which we all kind of balanced around and just kind of got it together for him for his message for his journey and uh, yeah it was just fantastic to be a part of it and the gig um, so you know we're planning on doing it November 17th so we're doing that in the Lost Lane this is our first kind of proper uh, formal uh, rehearsal session that we're doing here so we've got a short little so you've been, sorry you've invited me in on your very first rehearsal you're, you're, yeah of course yeah sure you're yeah absolutely it's uh, it's an honour to have you as well it's brilliant he says please only put in the good bits yeah. <laughs> I know look at, I mean we kind of we pulled it together and I think you know we, we did it justice when it came to the album as well so we're really excited about it we're looking forward to the night and uh, yeah it's going to be good fun and how's the feel having that guitar in your hand there oh it's fantastic it's a beautiful new Fender bass um, <laughs> that I borrowed off Connor this morning I mean, um, it's just fabulous and it's going to be great to play with these guys again. To get all of us on the stage again, it's going to be great. It'll be just like Ollie's there. It was kind of poetic in a way that we lost him when he did because um, tragic, as Mark mentioned before, and of course Stephen gets very um, emotional about it, and rightly so. Um he managed to sign off on the album just before he passed so it's going to be very special for us to bring us to uh, to the to his public Stephen how, how are you doing now I mean a few months have passed and how are Sheen and the kids doing doing good thanks like obviously you, you think about him every day and that's that that may never pass but uh, I, you don't even want it to pass but no Sheen and the kids are doing well they have a lot of support down there Marino uh, the schools and neighbours etc are fantastic so you know, it's that real community spirit, and I guess we're trying to bring that to this show as well, that I'm sure a lot of people will come in and support, and uh, the proceeds are going to charity, both St. Francis and, and ARC, which is, again, very important to us. They're two charities that uh, really helped Ollie and the family at the time uh, they needed it. So, uh, But look, we're doing doing okay. Miss them a lot, but uh, we have the memory and the music. So, uh, like, I listen to the album probably too much but uh, that's just because he's singing back to me so that's always something I'll have forever now so that, that's this really is it special. you have his voice there forever yeah and like I'd be in the car and I'd be singing away with him and again that's very powerful you know because uh, you're, you're kind of singing the songs together and that's actually one of the lyrics in, in one of the songs so that's that's the beautiful thing about it and, and again the legacy he wanted to leave for his children and, and I'm sure everybody was that connection with him and that's really there so that's special Can I ask why it's called Beauty and Terror? Yeah, it's uh, a song called New, No Feeling is Final on the album uh, the lyric is actually a poem from Rainer Maria Rilke which was a very old Austrian poet and uh, No Feeling is Final is one of the lyrics and Beauty and Terror is one of the lyrics so look it's the beauty of life and the terror of, of getting a diagnosis like that so he, it was something Sheena introduced him to this poem 
and he had it on the wall beside his bed so it was the last thing he saw at night and the first thing he woke up to and he shaped the song around the lyric so the lyric is the poem essentially and uh, beauty and terror really reflects on the beauty of life and then the terror of something sad happening but you know it's a kind of a positive message as well so it's really live every day and enjoy every day because none of us know what tomorrow could bring you know There's a lot of uh, images, videos, music on the Instagram, what we're doing, what we're doing next, pretty much. We have a double LP gatefold vinyl available now. Um, they can order through the website, uh, tohb.ie. Um, we have T-shirts also coming out. They'll be available on the night of November 17th, along with the vinyl as well. So again, absolutely. Share all the images on Instagram. Again, give us a shout out for our gig on November 17th in Lost Lane and uh, wander into Golden Discs in Liffey Valley or down in Waterford City and you'll and Swords, gra- and, swords yeah, and you'll grab a copy of the Ollie Hughes band's uh, yeah. Beauty and Terror <laughs> but listen no shame because you know it's for yeah. charity as yeah. well like Absolutely. Ollie was very passionate about this he got yeah. great care and attention yeah. uh, from St Francis Hospice um, and uh, ARC is a beautiful charity as well and so we're really really yeah. proud that the album is going to be uh, contributing to those yeah. great so all, causes yeah. all proceeds of the vinyl go towards the two charities all proceeds everything uh, all the takings all the event bright everyone who turns up and pays their what is it 14 euro for the night that all goes to charity you buy a t-shirt on the night that all goes to charity as well so that's what it's all about it's not for really for us or anything like that it's all to help these two worthy causes um, our cancer support and St. Francis, who are brilliant, absolutely brilliant. <laughs>